Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 48, featuring the usuals from Elgin, Illinois. Uh, This band has definitely been around for a while, starting in the early 2000s. And this is one of those bands that all the guys have definitely been around the block. They definitely know their stuff. And it's really cool talking to people who have kind of that deep history within the local Chicagoland punk community where in the beginning, Kurt and some of the other bandmates were dropping bands from early on that I went completely over my head. I had to look up all the band names that they were saying (laughs) at the end of it, and it was just one of those that it was really, really cool to kind of hear uh, the stories that they had to offer. We talk a lot about um, them being situated in Elgin. has kind of been somewhere that was... Uh, really big for bands and then kind of fell off the map a little bit and is starting to gain momentum again uh, with the closing of uh, Ye Old Tavern in Mount Prospect. That was like kind of one of the main kind of pseudo venues in the northern suburbs to play. And now that that's closed, uh, the Dutch West Inn, which Kurt books with uh, Put It Here Productions, is really kind of making the northwest suburbs and the northern suburbs a place for bands to go and play and uh, experience a whole new audience. So we talk about kind of the booking side of things, the band and kind of their classic punk rock sound and how there's definitely a divide for them between when the band first started and what the band has evolved to currently and the growth and kind of where the band has evolved and it's really really cool to see a band that's been around for a while taking some breaks and still been able to stay together in one way or another and still been able to put out awesome music uh they've played some really really cool shows in the past uh they played with naked ray gun they played with off at their heads recently and we talk about how playing those bigger shows affects their draw and kind of their booking of shows on a more local level when it's all local bands on the bill. And it's just a really, really cool interview, really, really knowledgeable, uh, both in terms of the scene and musically. And it's just a really, really good interview. Uh, You'll hear some fun jokes. You'll hear some kind of just straight to the point answers and it's a really good back and forth on this interview uh the tracks that you're going to hear uh chris is actually working with them to get a more polished mix uh and mastered off these four tracks and sometime in the near future when they get these tracks uh be on the lookout for a four track live ep that we do with some of the bands uh that is gonna be killer and just hearing these songs i'm excited to see what the finished product sounds like for the release however they decide to release these tracks uh so let's get into it before we do a little teaser for what's to come next week we are going back to one of the new formats called the out of towners and we're gonna have warren the duke from brooklyn new york they played the beat kitchen this past winter and i was able to sit down in the utility furnace room of the of beat kitchen with the lead singer and songwriter dan uh, who is also in river city rebels if you're familiar with that band and that was a really great interview as well so you'll you're gonna hear that the out of towners episode next week and then 
We're going to get into the album review roundtable episodes in May, or no, in April, sorry. So again, one last reminder, if you have any releases from your band or a friend's band from January, February, or March of this year, we're going to take all the releases from those three months and put them into the album review roundtable episode that will come out in April. So direct message me post the release on the Facebook page, however you want to get it to me, uh, make sure I get it uh, soonish, or if you know there's one that's going to be released uh, by the end of May, uh, just let me know so I can kind of keep tabs on that band. So yeah, this is going to be Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 48, featuring the usuals. Enjoy. everybody this is frisky more sessions episode 48 featuring the usuals what's going on guys hey, how you doing man nice <laughs> <Woo. coughs> what was that you got a bell in your thing oh yeah Answers called horn reaction yes <laughs> uh you just uh, heard the first song that they played live in the studio and what was that one called that you played first oh my god which one was Uh-oh. it Uh-oh. i don't know if it has a name yet does it have a name yet uh, no, actually, it's, it's brand oh, new. oh the brand, brand new, new one. Yeah, we're I'm toying with calling it IPA. Okay, that's a terrible idea. Right. <laughs> that's usually the reaction. Everything is every time. So we get a new song going, and then it's like, okay, what are we gonna call it? And then I'll say like what I'm thinking, and then generally it's unanimous, or at least three out of the four that are like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. So 
<laughs> so, so yeah. TBD Unnamed. on the first one. That's how new it is. Right. Um, and let's just get into kind of like the origins. I know you guys have had a long journey uh, from 2000 to now and kind of walk us through kind of lineup changes and taking breaks and all that good stuff. All right. Kurt has had a long journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, thing. me and Steve are uh, the original, only originals left, basically. Yeah. But um, but you know, uh, you know, I don't know. It is. How it is. how do you how do you and Steve know each other? Um, back in high school days, actually, he was in some bands. Third floor. That, uh, I didn't go to high school with him, yeah. but mm-hmm. he went to Larkin on the west side of Elgin, and I went to Elgin on the east side, but we were both in some bands that played, you know, mutual local shows. Nice. Rivals for life. Yeah, rivals. rivals. What were yeah. some of those early band names? Uh, I was in a band called Violent Youth Assembly. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> these guys were in Tricky Dick together. Yeah, <laughs> but. Chicago punk rock band. But this is going back to like Slugbug oh, and uh, anything else before then. Uh, it's, you know. <laughs> Our town in the 90s had a real rich scene for a while because we had an Alcoholics Anonymous that hosted uh, shows on the weekends. Oh. So it was, it was really nice there. Interesting combination. It was a weird <laughs> punk rock shows and Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> where people would come from the city to Elgin, of all places, to uh-huh. see shows. So then, when did the break happen? You were saying that like you guys took kind of like a three-year little hiatus. Yeah, it it was about it was like three years, possibly four, but I think it was like three, three and a half. And when was that, Steve? Uh, you know, I'm gonna say 2004, and then three years. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 2004. Yeah. 2004 and it was about three years so okay about 2007 we got back together um we had a basically uh the the original lineup was a a drummer uh, named james a guy moved back out here with me he was from texas uh, but I lived in Colorado at that time in a band out there Uh we moved out here we kind of got this whole band going uh, so the original uh, drummer was a dude named James. He since moved on during that breakup. Okay. We had another guy, Sean, that came in, um, and our other, you know, original uh, bass player at the time uh, was Doug, and uh, he had just had a kid, and that's kind of initially, that's, that's initially, uh, initially why we kind of broke up because we took a little break because they had just yeah. had a kid and just never really started back. So. So with the lineup changes and everything like that, do you feel that the sound of the band drastically changed from lineup to lineup, or kind of like pre-hiatus usuals, post-hiatus usuals, like we're two different bands, kind of, or um, was it kind of the same sound it, and idea throughout? No, it changed. Radically different. Yeah. Go In what way? Oh, I, hey man, I can't <laughs> give you details. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think, I think if you put this, if you put like this against um, that record that, that these guys recorded back in the early 2000s, like, I mean, it, I think it sounds like the same band, present, you know? Right. Because basically, when we first got together, honestly, the lineup back then with Paul Downs and James and, and you and me and Jay Will, that 
lineup sounded more like we sound now. Okay. <laughs> During that whole change, when we kind of reformed, it changed. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just it, sure. it changed, and, and, and we recorded. We actually never really... We did a few self-recordings, you know, yeah, yeah. in the very early stages that I'm talking about now. But the recording that's on Reverb Nation, and we have a CD of that uh, and stuff, too, that's... That's like the reformed, and it's different. And mm-hmm. now we're kind of forming back. Uh, you know, it's just kind of molding back to how it originally was. And yeah, for sure. Without a planned thing, it's just happening. You know, it's just with the musicians we got and how it's going. Yeah, so. for sure. And I want you guys kind of have been all over the place, but ended up back in Elgin from Colorado, and people moved to Austin and things like that. What is it about Elgin that was kind of like? brought you back and it's like this is where I'm staying this is where I'm from that's where my family and friends are so uh-huh. I lived out here for a while five years or so uh-huh. but uh yeah. and we were just talking about kind of like the Elgin community and like having shows and stuff like that and kind of northwest suburbs and north suburbs in general how do you feel that that area of chicagoland kind of fits into the rest of the chicagoland community and scene well, for one uh you know mp shows brian peterson he's from elgin so yeah he was booking all the shows back when i was a kid so then he just moved it out here and uh-huh. spread around from there but so you know, yeah and we had he, the, uh, i don't know we had the Good luck of having him with us over there. So mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. A lot of rad shows when I was a kid. It's like the only <laughs> thing to do in town on uh-huh. Friday or Saturday. That's like so I talked to a lot of like the Lake Cook guys, like Seasides and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We were like, you have like one or two vet, like places to play out here, but like, man, if everyone just doesn't flock to them when there's something going on, yeah. <laughs> is it kind of like that with Elgin where it's like if there's something going on, kind of everyone comes uh, or is it a little harder to like get... it? I think nowadays. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he was uh, talking about with, with Peterson, even prior, I mean, uh, you know, I, I've, I'm even older than that than Chris is, so I mean, you know, whatever, but back, back in the, you know, 90s and stuff, Peterson was doing the Elgin stuff, and, mm-hmm. and he moved into Chicago, too, and yeah. he still had his hands in Elgin, yeah. and he was doing both, and he had all that going on, and then, I, you know, my personal opinion is, Later through the '90s, Elgin kind of seemed to teeter off a little bit, and everything kind of came to the city. Mm-hmm. And you know, there just wasn't as much going on, and uh, that's what we've been trying to, you know, redo a little bit. Yeah. Um, over the last few years, is just have some more stuff. You know, try to keep stuff going. Yeah. Because and there's a couple solid bands from oh, Elgin there's, too. Yeah, that there's, it's a like, there's a lot from of the like, area, even. Yeah. You know, not not necessarily Elgin, but even the surroundings. I mean, there's mm-hmm. awesome bands coming out of like DeKalb and. Uh, you know, Sycamore area. Yeah. And that's like yeah. seasonal men's are all like rolling yeah. meadows guys. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sleeping under forty seven. I mean, those dudes are awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, there, there's great bands out that way. Like I said, I just think there hasn't other than other than DeKalb because they got some stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there hasn't been a lot. You know, aside from the city and between there. Yeah. Other than you know maybe Brower House and mm-hmm. like a few of the you know larger bars like yeah. That. So when you guys are playing out, do you focus on, like, playing all around Chicagoland, or are you focusing on, like, certain areas? <laughs> Just wherever. You guys have been. Go as it goes. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, yeah. You guys have played Brower House a couple times, and you've been in Chicago a bunch. And yeah. I've been uh, racing with the Biscaynes a lot. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, we've been trying to move around a little bit and get out more. I mean, um, it, you know, it, it's it, honestly, I mean, I think, and we all, we'd all probably agree. I think a lot of it is just we, you know, we're just kind of friends hanging out, yeah, so drinking once a week, <laughs> jamming, trying to make some cool tunes, yeah, but. And playing some shows is always fun, you know, yeah. but it's like, I don't think there's a, there's not really a motor behind us that's like, we got to play everything we can and we got to do this. <laughs> way. I mean, because that's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's more just like, that's when really it works not out, what it, it works out. If it doesn't, like, it's not the end of the world, right? Yeah. And maybe, maybe other people have different opinions. I'm not sure. But well, I mean, I just think like our, our deal is like, we want to play shows that are, are fun for us. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, we're down to play we anything. Really. Curdy, like, you know, <laughs> bugs all of our favorite bands. Yeah, because you guys have play fucking with. played and, with uh, some awesome bands recently. Eventually, they get fucking sick of them. And <laughs> yeah, they finally say yes, you know. Or, or I have to call in the big guns, you know, for some of these guys that just don't respond to me. It's like, I got to call in someone else to make a call. And, yeah, because you've done... Stevie makes it happen, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bull weevils and you just played with naked ray gun and you had the queer show and probably most recently would be the off at their head show at brower oh, house yeah. is there kind of i know you guys are like oh it's like just for fun work but do you feel that the more you're playing these bigger shows there's kind of like an expectation to keep that Trend going with bigger I shows? Hope, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> right. Right. Just happy to play. I was, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. I hope not, because you know that's not a that's not something that can be said that's gonna happen yeah. at all. Um, you know, I don't know. It's fun. It's totally we fun all, I mean, because we love it. You know, hell, yeah. who, who wouldn't love that? You know? Right. I mean, it, it's definitely awesome. Uh, if it can keep going, great. You know. But uh, essentially, I think, you know, as long as the date works out for all of us, we're willing to play anything, you know, a house show, a bar show, whatever. I mean, we're not, you know, it's got to be that. Yeah, that's like, that's awesome to hear that, like, you you see these bands every once in a while where they'll, like, open up for a bigger band and it'll be like a one-off thing. And now they're like, oh, well, like we have to approve the lineup because, you know, like, we played that one show with that big band. And it's like, what? Who the fuck do you think you are? And it's like, this is, like, this is getting ridiculous now. So it's good to hear that it's, like, having those opportunities is awesome, but it's not going to, like, get to your heads or it'll be like, oh, now we have to be selective of what shows we play. That would just be the worst two for us, really. (laughs) Those shows, like, like Raygon, for instance, super cool, you know, but there's also something to be said for like going to some like place out in the middle of nowhere and just getting your head blown by some band you've never ever heard of. Yeah. And just like like racing. Yeah, like racing. Which is weird. Which is Well tell tell us about that. What what blew your head it's about racing. Oh, I just love those boys. I just love this game. Sexy, oh, yeah. sexy little boys. Yeah, that whole, <laughs> the whole little scene they got going on up there is is pretty decent. Yeah, um, I, I don't even mean it like a little scene. I mean they that I, from what I know, I mean they're a major part of keeping their scene going. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what we try to do in Elgin, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like seems like what they do up there, and those dudes are just awesome. Uh, we we get them down by us anytime we can, you know. Yeah, and we've gone up there too. So and that's uh, it's cool to hear because I feel like. Chicago bands 
very much neglect like Kenosha and Racine and just think like, oh, we have to play Milwaukee and like that's the only like place in Wisconsin like Milwaukee Madison. That's a weird part of America that also needs punk rock. You know what I mean? Turn into screwdriver only type area. And they need people up there doing good music and art that isn't and I need some <laughs> cheese curds and moon man right. so yeah it works out <laughs> awesome we're gonna take a little break do you remember the second song you guys played mm. uh, which was the first one actually or you know what I mean like what we planned to play the, first it's called well, Legions uh, of Existence Yep. Yep. Legions. Legions of Existence oh Legion I, I thought you said Legions well <laughs> sometimes it's Legions and sometimes it's legions. <laughs> Steve likes legion. Uh, that's back to the names of the songs. Yeah. I thought you want to take a break here real quick, but like that's just what I'm saying. Yeah. Finally, I'll come to a name, and then it gets just a little bit of a curve, usually from Steve. I think and, and, I then it, and then it sticks. Until I like it probably so. gets printed on the back sleeve or something. That will be then whatever it, it is. Right. That's always the like because I'm the lead singer of my band, and it'll be like I'll name the song. And then everyone else will just be like, they'll find the hook or like, it'll be like, let's say like about aliens or something. And they'll be like, the alien song. And I'm like, it's not cold, bad. Like I named, and they're like, nope, we're calling it the alien song. We don't care what you call it. (laughs) I feel it. So for for song two, we'll go with lesions of existence. (laughs) Come back. (laughs) All right, enjoy. We'll be back in a bit. episode 48 of Frisky Morris Sessions and we're here with the usuals and I want to kind of talk about the songwriting process for you guys kind of how a song goes from inception to getting on the set list so if you want to walk us through that process for you guys is it one person brings like 90% of the song and the rest of the band fills in 10% or is it we spend a lot of time learning old songs for one because we keep going through lineup changes (laughs) all the time so, but we have new songs. 
Yeah. And pretty much we got to run through Steve and he has to okay it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah and, uh, it's not up to Steve's standards. Yeah, I would say yeah. everybody pretty much, uh, you know, has a part in it. Um, you know, Steve's obviously, uh, you know, a big part of the guitar songs and he's written mm. many of the songs that we have even back from conception. You yeah. Know? So, uh, you know, if you know Steve, Steve's written you know complete songs. He's brought you know parts and a couple different parts. Mm -hmm. And uh, as of lately, you know Chris or you know everybody, even you know Jeremy on the drums or whoever, it. we're all throwing <laughs> in just kind of some ideas uh, that you know just we feel. I would say so far it's been out. like Steve brings the parts. We just show you know? up and play. It's hard to say. <laughs> I, think it's, put them together, I don't even think yeah. we. It's, I think it's about to like get turned on its head. I mean, we haven't. This yeah, lineup. I mean, is, we've been playing. Lineup is brand new. It's hard to say. How mm -hmm. it's With uh, from a lyrical standpoint, being the front man is. Does anyone else have part in the lyrics, or is that uh, no? We, the way that we beat Kurt down, <laughs> I yeah. think. I think lends itself I mean I go home with my tail between my legs you know seeing the triple makes him hide better yeah you know the harder you know, we, we beat him the, the, the more the lyrics just flow right out how yeah. it's gone so far and that's the thing like I said we don't really have like a protocol you know, right. when it comes to anything yeah so but how it's been going is you know these guys will come up with something whoever mm -hmm. it may be even if it's a part and sometimes yeah. you know if, if we're like kind of drinking beer and talking that practice more you know we always run through our set and do our yeah. thing you know but sometimes we're working on something new sometimes we yeah let's kind of work on something mm -hmm. or let's hang out or whatever it is but sometimes I might just hear something. It's like, you know, I, I kind of hear something with that yeah. vocal ear, you know, and, you know, we'll just work on it. And so, you know, we've had a few really cool tunes that just all of a sudden came out of nothing. I mean, you know, that is honestly. Is. I'm sure Kurt I mean, wouldn't mind if we wrote the songs either, but I personally like to see what he does with what we give him. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I mean, it's always interesting. He's yeah. Always, so it's uh, definitely right. a music first and then fitting the words to the music. More or less. Yeah. More or less. And see, now, Pat, he, he'd be our newest member. And he's coming from, you know, a, a singer-songwriter position in mm -hmm. his old band. So, uh, yeah. you know, he's, he, right, he's playing bass. And we're hoping, we're hoping he's going to jump on the mic here in a little oh, yeah. bit. But, you know, oh, he's, 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 he's the, the freshest moment, so. edition. So. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I, that's a, he already told me too. You know, he he kind of likes to see because he's used to what he's used to. And, yeah. You know, so, but I don't know. It's going cool as far as I think. Very nice. Yeah. So. Um, I usually ask too about like uh, the recording process. So when you guys did the, you were saying the older stuff that's on the reverb page and stuff like that was just kind of like a DIY recording process, nothing like formal, or did you guys go to a studio? And uh, We went to a studio. Unfortunately, I don't remember the name of it. I, don't, <laughs> there, I have no idea. It was a studio. Um, you know, it was a low budget. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, um, but it was, uh, you know, out of, the, out of a dude's That's house. A but, 
you know. Um, I mean, yeah. the bottom line is this. Yeah, I'm, we're not on it, so <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> cares? So next question. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking boring. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't really matter. See? Yeah, doesn't really matter at all. <laughs> hey, no disrespect yeah. to any of our buds. Oh, I love like Jay Will, no, or Sean Jay Will, or, or Jay Will. Paul Downs, or, no, or you know James Dusick, or yeah. uh, you know uh, Douglas Mark, any of the original people that have had For any sure. note in here, but. What Jeremy said is true too. I think we're all there too. It's like that's been there, yeah, done that. Yeah, doing we're, you know, we're trying to move forward and new write chapter, more songs, which we're writing sure. new songs for sure. But some of the old ones are part of the regime. But that's the case with any band. I mean, you oh, yeah, see any band sure. they're playing some old ones, they're playing some new ones. So yeah, yeah, it's we're just, just playing yeah. and having fun. Definitely. Allegedly, definitely. we're going to record in April. Nice. Allegedly. Allegedly. That means probably June. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> April, April. If we can nail the date down, we're, we're looking into that still. And awesome. If I not, probably May. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever we can make work, you know. For sure. Um, with kind of like marketing the band and stuff, it's always interesting on different bands' perspective of like Facebook and kind of social media's role and kind of getting your <clears throat> music and kind of getting the word out about your band. Um, I know, Kurt, you were like pretty heavy on social media and stuff like that. Is that been something that's important to the band, or is that something where it's just like kind of turned into like a necessary necessary evil kind of social media? Dumb dumb. <laughs> Necessary evil, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, nailed it on the head. Uh, sorry, Jeremy, but no, it's, uh, no, it's uh, you know, <clears throat> show flyers and band flyers are nice to see on right. social media yeah. sometimes instead of the usual dreck. Because it's so hard now where it's like, like Chicago, like, you can't post like flyers anymore. Right, so I, I guess it's going to get taken to law to like tape flyers. People don't have flyers, flyers yeah. No, but you know what? Walk like this, they're falling in front of their face. And you know what I try to do if I can, and, I, and, 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 and by no stretch do I do this every time, all the time, because uh, I just can't, you know, at yeah. my age and day and where I'm at, and kids and all that. I just have limited time, you know. Um, but to go out to other shows, which which I try to go to as much many shows as I can. Mm-hmm. I do go to shows for sure. Mm-hmm. Went to a show uh, you know, last night. Yeah, I went mm-hmm. to a show last night. House show. It was awesome. Nice. Um, so anyway, uh, um, to bring flyers though to like hand out to people that are there. Yeah. I, I I like to do that if we can. You did. You know, and I don't. I don't. Can't tell you. I haven't been to a show. In the last ten years, where somebody handed me a flyer, like back in the day, I mean, you know, you, you go story. to a show and you got like four other flyers. You know, you go Do you home think you'd hand a flyer morning. to somebody that wouldn't already see it on Facebook or Twitter or something? Yeah, but you know, you no, at this point in time, it's no. fun to see it as garbage. Like it is what it is with, like with, with the social media, but it's not the same. But it's what we got, and that's you know, kind of I guess back to your original question. I'm not computer savvy or anything, so I get these guys like, oh, here, Grandpa, this is how you delete your old messages, you know, because I don't really know, you know, but I'm learning, whatever, yeah. (laughs) So some of us are more computer literate than others. Some Uh, of us have computers. Right, so. And those of us actually don't do anything. We just mimic, mock, we basically just mock for her. Right, Kirby's mm-hmm. really the driving force. Yeah, he pretty much does all the work. But everything's, you know, basically, you know, Facebook. That's yeah. how I do shit. I'll give my phone number to anybody, 
Mark Zuckerberg I'm not, wants to borrow I, some money. I, I'm not an email guy so well. Yeah. So Facebook, at least it goes to my phone and ding, and someone's mess. Now I'm, you know, checking emails and shit. I'm not that guy. And, yeah. Or here's my number. Call me. Yeah. Because you know, I, it takes have me, an actual conversation. Yeah. A Twenty minute text session. I could have. We could have talked about it in five. You mm, know. For sure. But, Whatever. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah, that's like, I, m- I miss being like, because it makes sense being at a show because it's like, oh, here's someone that's already coming out to shows that like, hey, you're already coming out to shows like you're not one of those people just sitting at your computer saying, oh, I'm going to go to all these things and then just sit on my couch. And it's like you're reaching people that are actually active in the community. But it's again, it's like it's a how art form to make a flyer. Yeah, it was awesome <laughs> yeah. when it was, you know, yeah, when we had them. I mean, make them yeah, right. Right. speaking Oof. of which, you know, we've got a shlo- you know, between us all, we've got, you know, a slew of some friends that do mm-hmm. that. But, um, you know, a guy I just want to mention, you know, for what, you know, whatever it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Two of mine, but uh, uh, Ron from uh, Chaos Punk, yeah, 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 man, that guy has really stepped up and done a lot of stuff for oh, the yeah. scene in general. He, I mean, he reached out to me, and he's like, you know, that's one of the guys back to what I was telling you with the Put It Here Productions and the shows yeah. we've been doing in Elgin. He was he was one of the guys. He's like, man, you, you guys need a logo, and I mean, you're doing shows and you're doing awesome shows, and I mean, you know, regularly. Yeah. You know, form it a little bit. I'll mm-hmm. help you. And so, you know, he he, he plugs his shows and his radio and yeah. stuff on our stuff that we're doing, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And um, you know, he he right now makes the majority of our flyers. Yeah. Um, that are that people see on Facebook mm-hmm. and the internet. So I just wanted to say, you know, it's cool that dudes like that are around. Too yeah, he's killing it. You know, before it was like, all right, hey Chris, call your buddy or Steve, can you talk to your brother? Or you know, we're yeah. just trying to. <laughs> figure something out so. right yeah and i think that's a good segue to talk about kind of do it here productions and what you guys are doing in elgin at dutch west Inn, and kind of walk us through like how did that even start like booking shows was that something that kind of just fell into your lap or did you was it something that intentionally was like it's hey i'm gonna start bar booking here void you know again like it's also known <laughs> as the blue oyster bar like the one from uh Please <laughs> it wasn't original. Uh, yeah, uh, when we were kids, it was legendary because it was a lingerie bar where mm. your dad, where it was like a right strip before club. I turned 21, they shut it down. Uh, like, oh. Steve, you ever get into that? No? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then so Dirty it was a lingerie bar, so it always had this uh, really creepy allure to it, <laughs> and then it disappeared. It was illegalized by the time we turned twenty-one. Oh uh, yeah, and so it's funny now that it's uh, this, the dusty roadhouse has now become <laughs> something a uh, punk rock venue. Nice, right? And I'm gonna go ahead and say this too: that all of us come from. Uh, an area where we're not living in Chicago, downtown, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I guess uh, maybe it's the same for people that do, you know, live in the city and are from the city. Yeah. Or, or not. I don't know because I'm not. But uh, we're used to, you know, people, you know, yes, people call you and say, hey, you guys want to play this show that I'm putting together? But where we come from, even way, way back, you know, slug, you know, slug bug days, violent youth assembly, uh, you know, all, on into uh, you know Four Squares, House Boy, Tricky Dick, all you know, uh, Oil Can Boys, all, all mm. the bands that we're all affiliated with or yeah. whatever. We've always had to have some part of where are we going to have a show? Where are we going to set up a show? Hey, hey, call up those dudes, see if they want to mm-hmm. play with us. 
and we just kind of are used to setting up a show yeah. because we didn't live in the city where you could just go to the local place. Like, yeah, you, know, you easily. free shows. Yeah, I remember. And, 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 but we did yeah. that too. Yeah. We took the train. We, mm-hmm. you know, got a ride. We did what we did to get out there as much yeah. as possible too. But so now that you've been booking shows for a while, has there is there like a pet peeve as a booker being like, ah, when bands do X, it grinds my gears. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when the bands w- that we're hoping will play say, no, nah, we can't play that date, we're like, fuck. No. I, for me, and no, I mean, I got no complaints. I, our shows go smooth as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, every band out there uh, has kicked ass. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's, if anything, we're seeing that there's a lot of awesome bands yeah. around, you know. And they're all nice. Yeah, yeah. everybody's so yeah. happy to play. And come I across mean, any jerk faces. I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I that can't even, I, I don't even want to really start to name names no, of bands no, because yeah. we'd forget. We, we've met so many cool, yeah. you know, that we're still friends with, and I wouldn't want to leave somebody out. For sure. It ain't about that anyway. It's just. I feel like there's also that piece that is always the never ending debate of like, who promotes the show? And it's like, no, it's the booker's responsibility to book the show. And it's like, no, it's the band's responsibility to book the show. And it's like, it should be everyone's responsibility. Have you run into kind of that at all or that kind of give and take? I don't think there's any expectation on our part that that bands are going to go out and you know, flyer the whole Chicagoland area or something. <laughs> right. Or even right. Facebook post. Though. And it just happens, though. You know, you see it, you know, via the social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. So-and-so shared this, blah, blah. I mean, you know. Okay. Once you get it going, once you have some momentum going, you know, people are expecting it, looking out for it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to do a lot of work anymore. I mean, like, they know what they're in for. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they want to get out. And yeah. Quick spread the spread the word. An- another part, just you know, since we're talking about you know what we are doing. Yeah. Um. You know the the deal we have worked out. Um. You know, basically, whatever we want to charge at the door is what we charge at the door. Mm. Um. You know, I got an awesome dude that a lot of people know, uh, Ian, and uh, he works doors for us when he can, uh-huh. which is for most of the shows, but not everyone. Um, other than, you know, what I compensate him for, for what he does, yeah, all the rest of the money we split to the bands. We, we awesome. provide the sound. We bring in our a PA uh, for every show. We set it up. It's basically between Chris or Steve. Mm-hmm. They, they'll run the sound. I mean, we've done other things in the past, but right now that's, you know, our setup. And, that's awesome. You know, so we're, we're bringing in a PA. We're doing the sound, uh, you know. You know, we just do that to do yeah. that. All the money goes to the bands, other than my door guy. Right, you know, yeah. Just, and, and that's uh, great because there's like so totally many times great. where there's been shows, and now I feel like it's getting so much better where there used to be you play a show and it's like, nope. No money for you. Right. Didn't, didn't make the cut. Do it and it's all like, the time. And it's like, hey, it's, it's hey, so good. Like, to, hey, we got 16 bucks for you. You know, I, I mean, I've heard that a couple times, and it's like, you know, whatever, because it's not about the money, but it's like, at that point, why bother? Or, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, show. Hey, thanks for the I've been where we whatever. stand and you see the touring guys get snubbed like that. Yeah. That's, that's the that's part the where you're like, man, really? Well, that's the that's when you get, get like the 16 bucks, and you're like, just give it to the touring guys. See, now that's another. Chris just brought up a great point, too, with a lot of some of the bigger shows that have been happening out there, like the Queers and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so. 
certain things got to be worked out with bands like that. Yeah. But they're willing to, you know, you do with what the we queers, do. queers, but you're not going to make any money. Right. Because, yeah. you, you know, we got to pay the queers to be here. We, we pay them 100% of the door. Yeah. And it's still like, you know... Uh, I, I don't want to say insulting, but we don't have something great to offer. And it's like yeah. when awesome bands and, and people, uh, especially like the queers, you know, two yeah, times now, they, play they come back on, yeah. and they'll take, you know, what we can actually offer them as pay, which, you know, obviously it's the, it's the queers, so they pack the fucking place, yeah. for instance. And, and that's the you know, bands like the that. other bands. is like they're you're getting all that exposure yeah. you wouldn't right. normally right. get. And but that, they're taking, no they're taking a day that. out from playing like, a, you know, downtown. Yeah, like a or another, or another downtown show because they're already doing one and they're mm -hmm. doing a side off. Yeah, you know, and, and it's like they're still packing it out there, and you know it's fun for them and it you know, it helps you know keep what we're trying to do go too. You know? Yeah, because you know nobody gives a shit about making money to play with you know those kind of shows, so it gives right. people opportunity. You know, oh definitely, and that's so great. And the crowds are happy. One. Uh, more piece before we take our last break that I wanted to talk about is we were talking about Ian's Fest outside and kind of what Ian's your party. Ian's party that's right what or what were your experiences with that and kind of the difference and like we did Oracore Fest and what's kind of been is there something that's noticeably different with being part of like a multi-day more than five band show versus just like a traditional show so Ian's party, you know, was born out in our neck of the woods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we've all been to a lot of those shows. We were <laughs> this year. We were new, new to Ian's party lineup. It's the first time that we've yeah. played it. Right. Uh, so I don't know if we can really like. I don't know if we can say like a trend. We haven't done. Well, just a lot like your yeah. yeah. But like it was, it was a good time. So yeah, definitely. It was fun. I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, they had some rad uh, venues this yeah, year. Yeah, played mm -hmm. it. You know, that's the our experience. Door, the yeah, which is now, like, in limbo. Right, that, right, that sucks. It it, you know. yeah. I saw Dick Dale there. Me and him love Dick Dale. We play that riff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But yeah, no, that so was... So there wasn't, like, a noticeable, <laughs> like, just a general, like, feel for the show that it's, like, felt like it was bigger than, I mean, like, just a traditional... It's like a different kind of thing, but it's, you know, it's, it was not... Like, we were out of our element, particularly. Oh, for sure, yeah. It's we intimidating for me because bands that are it's playing not only a crowd, but a crowd of your peers. One way or uh -huh. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're playing a tribe of, like, a bunch of rad musicians. Right, exactly. Right. And a crowd of people. Mm -hmm. So normally it's just a crowd of people, you know. And then instead yeah. now you have great musicians and you want to make sure and then sure they're looking point. at your fingers and they watch playing. your fingers while you're playing and you're like it's always very interesting but they're great shows yeah it's always, Chicago every time has been great I mean I yeah it. most shows have always been good yeah I mean they're you know yeah every show's <laughs> yeah. always great I mean really it is That's you do in it. one way or the other I mean it's Gives me a reason to go to the bar. <laughs> nice. Otherwise, I don't go out. <laughs> We're going to take one more break. What was the third song you guys played? Um, no, no, that's oh, pay-per-view. It's called Scrambled Spice. Right. Sporty Spice? Spice? No, <laughs> otherwise. Spice. I say that because of my friend Dan. Uh, he had a song called that. And when we were kids... Uh, there was the Spice Channel on oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. when you were you kids. Can, uh, and, uh, <laughs> you can watch it sometimes and kind right, of come right. in like scramble, scramble so, yeah, porn. Dan had this song called Scrambled Spice. It was uh, about 
catching that glimpse, you know. Nice. Sometimes you can get the silhouettes of, yeah. like, <laughs> or it makes sense. Yeah. Or an audio cue, it would click in your ear. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and let your imagination do the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah, a four. Internet, internet, internet porn was that loud, man. I wondered oh, why man. you you because I caught that when you said yeah, scrambled right, right. spice, and it's it actually makes called, sense now because that actually song's about kind of catching a glimpse, yeah. <laughs> not a porn, but ca- catching a glimpse. Of, you know, uh, some you know pixelated porn. Yeah. So you're gonna <laughs> so listen to that, and we'll be back. We'll do the speed round and wrap things up. Enjoy. this episode i'm uh, gonna ask just some traditional interview questions and some ones that i always find the answers a little amusing um answer them as quickly as possible and let's get it uh first one is uh always a favorite of mine uh what is the first album or cd or cassette or a track or any piece of music that you remember buying the first piece of music you bought. My first one was Van Halen Jump because I saw the video and he just jumped around nice. as a little kid and I thought it was cool. Nice. My first CD I ever owned was Technotronic. Oh, <laughs> damn. That's sweet. That's back when the CD Walkman was like $300. Wow. CDs were like 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're not being quick at all. Thriller was mine. Nice. All right. My... my- Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Kurt. 
Uh, mine was Circle Jerks, uh, Wild in the Streets. Oh, nice. Yeah. And mine was Public Enemy because Grandma wouldn't buy me uh, Mother's Milk because it had a boob on it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite alcoholic beverage? Anti-Hero or any good IPA. Okay. I'm um, really, yeah, that's mine. Scotch nice. on the rocks. Scotch on the rocks? A specific type of scotch or any scotch will do? I usually do doers because I'm poor. <laughs> but if I was rich, something else nicer. Nice. I like vodka. Straight vodka? Well, I mean, I'll mix it. He likes it. It mixes with anything. You can drink it as a morning drink. Juices, and you can drink that cranberry. That's how I make a mimosa. It's an ambassador of liquors. It really is. It's just there for any occasion. Steve likes uh, the, Clairbow, the malt liquors. One we you like usually liquor, like Mickey's, Mickey's, St. Ives, Mad Dog. Couple 40s does you good. I'm into the turbo beers too. Maybe a little oh. Tangeray and Tonic. Okay, nice. Yeah. Favorite venue to play in Chicagoland? Mm. Better say the Dutch, you jerk. Uh, yeah, you know, the Dutch is great uh, <laughs> as far as like that, local shows, yeah, Chicago Land, I'd, I would say the Dutch. Okay. But yeah, I mean, if you're looking, are you looking for that or, no. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> my favorite. You go. Always a good time. I mean, the Dutch is, uh, you know, All right. home base, so yeah. I like the place with the Ninja Turtle sewer. Oh, Reggie's. Reggie's. <laughs> Because I always just hope in my head that, I mean, I'll mess Something's up because I'm thinking there. about Michelangelo and Splinter coming out of that. <laughs> I just can't get it out of my head at all. <laughs> and that place is cool. Yeah, it's cool. If you could open for one band, Living or Dead, who would it be? Circle Jerks for me. Okay. One of my one of my all-time favorites it w- would be an out-of-towner for sure, and I'd love to play with those dudes. Nice. I'd deal with off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if Keith didn't want to do circles or sports, I'm into you know, Weird Al. I'll do off. I yes. love Weird Al. You want to play with Weird Al? Nice. I'd love to play with He's probably the coolest dude in town. <laughs> nice. All right, Jeremy, what are you? You're up first. You make him do it. I'll play with 15 and Jeff Ott and have a little. It's really top Jeremy and Steve, Steve and Jeremy can tell you all yeah, about playing with 15. Already, <laughs> He's living vicariously through. That's why I'm in this band, actually. Getting closer to that dream. <laughs> it's tough because like some of the bands I would think of, be like I don't know if we like really fit on a bill with them. As far as Ooh. bands that I feel like we do, and I think it already happens. Like Michael that Jackson. Ray, that Ray Gun show is like that. Yeah. For me, that was red. We did it already. For sure. Sweet. If you could have, baby. Oh yeah, bro. If I could, I don't know if I would. I don't know. (laughs) If you could uh, pinpoint one band that you saw live or you heard them, and immediately was like, I need to do what they're doing. I need to start a band. Could you pinpoint a band or like two bands that kind of inspired you to start your own band? Slugbug. 
Slug bug. <laughs> I ain't joking. No, seriously, straight away, slug bug. Because they're in high school and these are the older kids. <laughs> these are the older kids playing music. Nice. And I, I, me, I guess being the eldest kid, it'd be, you know, initially like circle jerks, um, and but then as soon as I knew that there was that shit right here locally, and I heard Naked Raygun and saw Naked Raygun the very first time, uh, you know, way back then, I was like, ah, oh, man, that's fucking badass, and that's that's what got me. Nice. In the eighties, my dad would play Jimmy Buffett, and Ooh. it was so bad story song wise. I knew I could write story songs too. Then I was like, "Oh, I could just write a song." That's the dumbest. Like, it was just horrible. Bad so Jimmy Buffett like threw down. He knew. The I knew the that was like, I knew like, somebody could Jimmy do that. Jimmy Buffett's just coasting. You know? <laughs> He makes me mad. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like, I'm oh, the only time I ever hear him is in February. As a like, little oh, kid, so I knew that songwriting was doable because of Cheeseburger in Paris. <laughs> I'm here in the <laughs> fucking Chicago. Bad, it's like zero degrees. <laughs> Fuck off. If this guy's getting away Jesus. with it, I could definitely try this. <laughs> Last question. If Who would you recommend I have on this format next? What I'll go with the Biscaynes, but they're not local. They're out from, of towners, though. You get, I could have them on yes, out of towners next have time. Have those guys town. on for an out of towners. Yeah, those are those the, guys. Those dudes are awesome. Seasides. Had them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you're had them. All right. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, Headspins. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Gary. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. Have them on here. For sure. Any others? Uh, You know, I don't know. I think... I think uh, Sincere engineer. Oh yeah, she yeah, plays songs with us. She's rad. <laughs> I that's who I went and saw last night. Actually. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Where she made. I think you would you would break the record for the Far number of Tindley. apologies that you would receive in one interview. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was great. We play a song with her yeah. when she gets the chance to come play with us. We do a like a punk rock duet. Nice. It's so she's sexy. Like an acoustic Kurt. soloist. Okay. Got such a smoky voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's awesome. Very cool. Well, guys, thanks so much for coming on. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glad to be here. What was the last song you guys played? What are we leaving the listeners with? Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? Usually it's not there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and ironically, it's not Somebody about that. It's not about getting it. paid for playing music or anything like that. But it is about where's my money. Nice, uh, for sure. So but, you're gonna listen it, to that. Believe it. With yeah. <laughs> Have a good day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this. This has been Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 48, featuring the usuals. We out. Peace. See you later. Bye. Sure. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>